1: Hello, hello and welcome back to the Tango Alpha Lima podcast. I'm your host Mark Stevie, Special Projects Council of the American Legion. I'm joined by Olympic champion Jeff Daly from
2: Hollywood Post 43. Hello Jeff. Hi, no spill and valor here. It's just 100 miles from home. Just? Uh, I mean this is, this is eight, better miles than, miles. than the Olympics. I mean this is almost. This is significant. That's what I,
1: when I got it in the mail, I was like, what am I getting in the mail? Look at
2: that. I mean, it's huh? not
1: gold. It's not
2: gold, silver, or bronze, but it's definitely some kind of steel. Yeah. It occurs to me, I, I don't, don't know where my
1: Boston Marathon
2: one is. So gonna... I won the stainless. <laughs>
3: oh, Mark, total side note, bud. So when I took my trip to Boston, I stayed right by like where the finish line was. And um, I'm I crossed the finish line so I can... I can say that I <laughs> was yeah, great. You're, so across you're, the finish line, I stood over in the circle. There's pictures to prove your it.
1: Your hubby texted me while you were there, and I think you had been there for like eight hours, and he's like, yeah, she already wants to relocate here.
3: Oh, my gosh. In a heartbeat, Boston was beautiful. Boston, there's just beautiful. There's just education. Traffic. There's a lot of science and uh, healthcare stuff out there. They live in the history. I was geeking out. Like Did hard, you, did you hard. go to Bunker Hill? Yes, I did. I actually tried to go to Bunker Hill uh, Legion Post, but unfortunately nobody was home. Oh, I didn't
2: even know we had a Bunker Hill Legion Post. Did you give a shout out or a a call out? That's like a a
3: shout out in the beginning. And What's up, Bunker?
2: Bunker I think it's more of
1: a call out. I think you just called them out. Bunker Hill is my absolute favorite place to like to go and see a battlefield, the, it's very that very cool. Theater in the round thing that they have is awesome. Mm-hmm. Love. It. I went love to the it.
3: USS Constitution. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it was such a special detail. It's like the equivalent to like Army Tomb of the Unknown Soldier kind of thing. And like it's, I mean, it's very selective. You've got to have like all of the stuff. It was great. Yeah. I was. In love they are locked the in.
1: The Constitution folks are locked in on Facebook. So if you go and like the Constitution yeah. on Facebook. You'll get video tours and all kinds of stuff. They have a very mm-hmm. vibrant social media yes. uh, presence. By the way, this is Ashley Garbolgia-Maldonado. Hey! Hi-oh! No. Hi-oh! <laughs> she Hi-o. is turkey oh, oh, and ready to go today. She is en fuego, Riding as the they high. say, in uh, the Guadalajara. High. All right, well... I'm here. Jeff's here. I already introduced Jeff, the, the Olympic champion. Jeff. <laughs> all right. Hi right, Ashley, since you are so ready to roll, why don't we start with oh. you for a story today?
3: Oh my you
1: You could you could see the exact moment her soul just left her right there. Oh. She, she was like,
3: "Everyone, freeze it! Let's put it in. <laughs> let's put it in a meme. Let's put it in a give. All
2: right. gif."
3: gif, whatever you call them. I'm not here to judge. All right. Uh, okay. All right. Let
2: me. our dog Let's take it. Let's take a moment and get it together. We have a show to do.
3: thanks for keeping us online Hollywood (laughs) all right time is money money is time so here we are marine times an article entitled deported marine veteran returns to the U.S. to become American citizen so just so there's some preface here just want to read this so in some cases there have been Um, folks who have served our country, who have been deported for whatever reasons, and I'll talk about this individual specifically, but in some cases right now, the Biden administration has stepped up the efforts to reach out to non-citizen military members and veterans. So uh, as early as this July, the Department of Homeland Security and Veteran Affairs announced plans to identify deported veterans, ensure ensure that they can access benefits that they are entitled to and remove barriers to naturalization for current and former service members who are eligible to become American citizens. So the American uh, Civil Liberties Union issued a report in 2016, essentially, detailing these cases of dozens of veterans who were deported or facing deportation over uh, convictions for minor crimes and um you know had these veterans become citizens on account of their military service they would not have otherwise been deported so this story is specifically um about a federal lawsuit for a us uh us marine corps veteran hector Aswega asqueta excuse me if i'm mispronouncing um to finally come home so following his convention conv- or excuse me convention conviction for intoxicated driving he had been deported to mexico a country he left with his parents when he was a small child the 53 year old had spent the last past last past if you shall nine years living in mexico but on friday in relative terms right within the past weeks or so he has become an american citizen allowing him to return to his family in southern california this is just a remarkable story. It's also incredibly unfortunate that we still have so many barriers. I'm happy to hear the Biden administration's trying to break down some of these walls and barriers, but can you imagine nine years you've got to live in Mexico because you're intoxicated, like a, a, a very, I, I mean, intoxicated driving is no joke, but with all, yeah. all given circumstances, unreal.
1: Yeah. I mean, this is one that the Legion's been. Working on this for years. I know we have resolutions, and I don't know if I'm stomping on you, Jeff, um, in terms of what resolutions we have, but I know that um, we just had a resolution in 2018 expedited citizen application for deported veterans. Um, and then to me, it goes back to the fact that if you're serving in the military and you're not a US citizen, they need to make it easier to become a US citizen. And I know that the problem that when I was on Capitol Hill and we were lobbying on this issue, the problem was the fact that you have to have been at one location for six months or more to get your mail there, to do the whole thing. But military people are moved around willy nilly. And particularly with Navy guys, they would be out for months on end and you would come back and you'd get a note dated three months ago that's like, you need to contact our office in 14 days. And they just made it incredibly difficult for anyone to be a So, yeah, I'm also glad this has happened. But Jeff, what do you got on this one?
2: Yeah, I'm really glad to just to see that this this story had an ap- happy ending. And unfortunately, there are plenty of stories that are going to require intervention so that they can have an equally joyous end to their story. And it's 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 disappointing. On different levels, the my initial disappointment was I was watching a documentary, a Netflix, a docu series. Sorry, and it was all about immigration, and and you know you felt bad for you felt bad for everyone who is walking around with their head over their shoulders, living in squalor uh, and all of that. But when it got to and it was it was another Marine actually when they got to the servicemen who was deported uh, for I believe it's like having a small amount of marijuana it got pulled over in a state where it wasn't legal but it was legal somewhere else where he was from because he's from California Um, so he got deported because of that and uh, and it's just he had to come back he had to come back illegally so that he could uh, basically go to the governor and try to get meetings with the governor to have his sentence like pardoned. So he's risking his he's risking his freedom uh, to try to go get a pardon for something that was legal in the state he was living in, but not legal somewhere else. And it brings it back to what Mark said, is that while you were in, it needs to be something that is... So simple, Uh, it it should be a a form, a DD something that gets submitted to INS. And did you serve? Were you honorably discharged? Like that and pretty much that's it because that's supposed to be the deal. It's supposed to be the deals. If you honorably serve, you have a path to citizenship and all of the other red tape for those people, especially there's people who risk their lives I mean, there are people who died, but obviously they're not, they can't seek citizenship, but there are people who risked their lives, and they're coming back and being deported, and it's very, very disappointing, and as super producer Holly was frantically waving in the screen, it's, uh, there's a story in, is it the cover story, or is it just a story, and it's a story in this month's Legion, May. May, May, did you not read it, Jeff? I read them. I read them all. They're all one big issue to me. <laughs> I can't make out what. It's a, a, a docu series. Oh wait, did you read it, Mark? Because she just said it's June. No, no. Oh. It's now.
1: It's now June. I, I oh haven't read goodness. anything yet. I've been very upfront about the fact that my eyes are so bad. I can't read anything. So yeah, <laughs> no, great. I have not read it. I will probably look at it. I do. Super producer Ali is telling me that we're going to have an audible version of the magazine soon, and I'm really looking forward to that. We oh, do boy. we really? Now she's nodding. Yes, I don't know. I was just making Maybe. that up. All right. Well, we're <laughs> so discombobulated. I,
3: I I do have one. More. I do have just uh, one more thing to close on this. So, yeah. the American Legion, like we as a whole like we have been advocating for those who have been seeking you know legal paths towards naturalization and i'm pretty sure we first weighed in on this in like 1919 and um and i believe we passed our resolution at our first national convention and recommended uh, i believe it was for american indians who were honorably serving the army navy marines um, during the world war to give full rights to citizenship and i think there was over 76 100,000 people that were granted American citizenship through military service. About 24,000 of those non-citizen immigrants are currently serving in the U.S. uh, military, and I think it was 5,000 join every year. So this is just a continuous I feel like almost uphill battle, but on a positive swing of things. So the secretary for Homeland Security, Alejandro uh, Mario- Mayorcos, if I'm not saying that correctly, I do apologize, and secretary of veterans affairs, Dennis McDo, uh, announced a plan to support non-citizen service members, veterans, and their immediate family members as of July 6, 2021, because they, and I quote uh, from the VA secretary, it is our responsibility to serve all veterans as well as... Uh, They have served us no matter who they are, where they're from, or their status of their citizenship. And keeping that promise means ensuring that non-citizen service members, veterans, and their families are guaranteed a place in a country that they swore an oath, in many cases, fought to defend. And, you know, therefore that the VA, they're proud to work alongside uh, DHS uh, to make it happen. So, you know, there's definitely hopefully right fingers crossed knock on wood turn around twice whatever your superstitious folly is but um let's just gosh let's just keep supporting this this is so important
2: I don't want to I I have a little uh I I can't move on until I figure out the math between 7,600,000 so is is that 7.6 million
3: that so Wait, did I not? 700, wait, 760,000.
2: There we go. There we go. Okay. Woo. That's a Woo. number.
3: That's <laughs> a number. <laughs> I was, I'm sorry. I'm like trying to remember stuff on the top wait, of my head. Hey, all we're I'm just gonna, saying is.
2: Who's the I'm Marine? Trying. Who's the Marine
1: here?
3: You're the Marine. You're the Marine.
1: We're going to take 30 seconds to work on our <laughs> math and maybe take <laughs> naps here to get back on track. And we will be right back after this commercial.
0: Diddley, oh my diddley. gosh. 100 Miles for Hope is back, and we're taking it to the next level. This year, you can choose over 40 different activities and track your progress on a handy mobile app. We have sweet swag to commemorate your journey, including tech shirts, baseball caps, hoodies, pins, patches, and challenge coins. All proceeds from these purchases support veterans and military families through the Veterans and Children Foundation. Head to legion.org 100 miles to get started.
1: We are back, and we are well-rested now. Uh, not really, but so it goes. All right, so this story is, I don't know. I would be sad about it, but it kind of just made me giggle. Uh, the, from USA Today, U.S. leaves Bagram Airfield at night without warning the Afghan military. Uh, The U.S. military left Afghanistan's Bagram airfield after nearly 20 years by shutting off the electricity and slipping away in the night without notifying the base's Afghan commander, who discovered the Americans' departure more than two hours after they left, Afghan military officials said. Quote, we heard some rumor that the Americans had left Bagram and finally at seven o'clock in the morning, we understood that it was confirmed that they had already left Bagram. It cracks me up because I think this is the first time we've ever done anything that the locals didn't know it before we did. I think it's astonishing that we actually managed to leave and no one on the base happened to know that we were just leaving. Now, in what's not good news is because they didn't tell anybody, uh, the locals outside the perimeter figured it out before the, the Afghan National Army did. And so somewhat predictably, uh, looters uh, basically ransacked the base. Uh, I don't know how much stuff was left there. I've seen lines of vehicles that apparently we didn't bother to leave the keys for. But it's just crazy. But I mean, I, I think this is kind of a good denouement on our Afghanistan journey. The fact that we left in the middle of the night and no one knew what was going on. But Jeff, what did you think of this one?
2: Well, first of all, I feel like I must know the commander because and I've, I'm a little upset because leaving in the middle of the night with no warning was my move in college so i've <laughs> wow
3: what the ac- what the actual hell <laughs> oh
2: my God.
1: oh i feel like are you, are you like, trying to tell me that you copyrighted this move
2: or oh, yeah it's my that... intellect it's my intellectual property uh, <laughs> <laughs> i guess you would be patented the move but my, well non-ro- ro- well done my, done non-ro- my non-romantic my non-romantic property so on the on the on the flip side of this I, I, some of the ways that we are withdrawing from this are, I mean, you hear stories about Taliban going back and reclaiming things in a heartbeat that took us months and years to, to secure. And then, you know, and then this, this whole thing, especially with the, the air bases and things, with the, there's a story in, uh, there's a story about um, pilots being assassinated afghan pilots pilots being assassinated by the taliban for obvious reasons taliban doesn't have an air force takes a really long time to train the pilots up so assassinate them not on base at their home they know they know where these people live and they're killing them because and it's all because we are not there and we didn't leave it what was that what? I heard a I heard a swishing sound.
3: Guess it was the wind.
2: <laughs> wow. Uh, so we are we are leaving them, but we are leaving uh, too many traces. You know, when you go camping, you're supposed to leave no trace. We've uh, just we're we're leaving behind chaos, and it's it's getting people killed. I I read a quote. someone who was very scared Afghan military said of the Taliban. They're going to behead us all. And, uh, it's, it's a, it's a really tough situation. And I, and I get that, that we can't be there forever, but it's, uh, it's seems like every time we've talked about this for the last, at least five years, it's more of a political conversation than a military conversation. And we're pulling people out because of politics without a great military exit strategy and again it's it's got to make allies a little nervous about doing business with us Uh, it's just another example of that
3: ashley i'm just trying to figure out where all this this wind's coming from no i'm sorry in all seriousness it's it's just it's just you can't win i'm so hard.
1: See, that's what I, that's, that's kind of my take on it too. If the Taliban is taking these areas back that quickly after 20 years of us training them, I don't know what another 10 or 15 years is going to change.
3: Right. That's what's so interesting about it. You know, like this is generational, like upbringing of, 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 of thought and culture. And when you have folks that have the means to influence and continue that regime like that you see this is happening. I mean, we've been in conflict yeah. and continuous war for what feels like forever right now. We're going on 20 years. And since mostly the Af- so. I had,
1: I had good experiences with the Afghan national army, but it's, it doesn't uh, it doesn't bode well when forces are running over the bridge into Uzbekistan and Iran to get away from the Taliban. That doesn't exactly signal to me that they're they're in this for the long haul it's it's going to be rough
3: I yeah I, I concur
2: so. i mean it's it's a lot easier to fight when your big brother's there yeah mm-hmm. so jeff
1: you have topic three and i think we're staying sort of in this realm what do you got for us
2: well topic three is very near and dear to my heart uh ap news went uh and we're asking some afghan vets uh, what have we ended up with at the end of it? It's an awkward sentence. I'm hoping it's a quote that they took from somebody. Uh, it's, it's basically a story that they're they're trying to get a gauge from people, from some people who served, uh, about what does it all mean? I guess they're trying to get existential with some, some military veterans. One of whom is, uh, her name is Jennifer Brofer. She's a United States Marine Corps veteran. And she uh, is post forty three, as you may know. I don't know if you guys know that. I'm in. I've heard of it. Post forty three in Hollywood. I may have brought it up before. Uh, and and in this, she tells a she she's a combat correspondent, and she's out there to tell the stories of of combat veterans. And in one instance, some some munition landed somewhere near her. And as she said in the story, for some reason, it did not detonate. So she became very, very close uh, to death there. And there, there's two other individuals who are also um, in this story, but the, the one it's, it's interesting to read the take from someone who you actually know really, really well. She's one of the first people that uh, I had a conversation with at my post and we've just become really really good friends and i've never heard this story so it's it's as as it is with a lot of people who deal with uh near-death experiences and things they don't you know it's it's not just your typical we're down at barney's having a drink which is my local my local pub which is where i have hung out with her there probably in the last month and it's just not something that comes up over wings and beer. So it's it's interesting to read this and I would, you'll probably see, I've seen it uh, cause I looked it up and I've seen it in uh, various news outlets because it is uh, Reuters, Reuters. I don't know how you say it. I think it's Reuters. Reuters. Um, and, and, and AP, I'm sorry, this one is, sorry. this. And I do know how to pronounce that. <laughs> AP News, because it's AP News, it's all over the place. And I'm just curious, like, uh, From you two, what if I ask you the question that Story asked, what have we ended up with at the end of it? Anybody?
1: Ashley? (laughs) I mean, I'll just talk for myself. I don't know. I don't I don't see anything. I mean, I don't see any, there's obviously no lasting peace. We've, you know, denied uh terrorist camps there so we've kept the problems inside our country to a minimum i think that afghanistan helped with that and obviously we extracted some retribution but in terms of what long-term gain we have i'm not yeah. i'm not particularly positive about where it's headed i i don't i mean hopefully they can hold on to at least kabul but i mean the I look at the map every day to see where is Taliban controlled and where is government controlled. Uh, Bill Roggio, uh, Long War Journal, has a map that he updates all the time. And, I mean, it doesn't look good.
2: And it, so, I imagine it's changing every day and not for, every the, day, good, every day. Not for the good.
1: No, there's, there's no areas that are switching from red to blue on the map. It's all blue turning to red. Not great. Yeah, I,
3: I just, I don't see a positive. I just, I don't, we said it very well. and poignant. I don't know.
1: There you go. All right. Well, let's take our second commercial break and we will be
0: back in just a minute. The American Legion is veterans strength in America. We're in your community, supporting veterans service members and their families, enriching the lives of young people and promoting citizenship and patriotism. Our members are passionate about these core values. Help strengthen America by joining the American Legion today. For more information, go to legion.org slash join.
1: All right, now we're back for rapid fire, Jeff. (laughs) Jeff, this is a story, rapid fire one, that you had sent me, and I am devastated because it appears that the video in question has been removed. But this is from vice.com. Air Force video explains what a penis is. And it, the story starts, I got to read this because it's just, I, I, I'm i flummoxed that the Air Force Wait. would even put this
2: out. But Wait. it said- Mark, can I can I be rude and yeah. interrupt you for a second? Sure. As you said the word, I'm looking at the little square that everybody else can't see where super producer Holly is sitting. <laughs> and I see Jeff Stoper do one of these. <laughs> like And to look at you like, is that what you just said? Yeah, he, he's probably <laughs> wondering why I'm talking about penises.
1: And it's because of this story. It's It starts out, it has the feel of a lost Tim and Eric sketch. A purple screen with the words male reproductive system hovers. A man dressed in an Air Force airman battle uniform sits in a room with two screens next to him. He's Dr. Mazik. Another Air Force doctor appears on the screen. He's Dr. Patel. And they're here to tell you about the penis. And... It is exactly as advertised. It's a two minute long video, which unfortunately seems to have been deleted, but it it had this quote, which I think was from like kindergarten cop, boys have penises and girls have vagina. But the guy was like, the parts of the male reproductive system located outside outside the body called the genitals include the penis, scrotum, and testicles. Now, if there is one sentence you never expect to hear from an Air Force officer, I'm going to argue it's that one. Jeff, did you get a chance to watch
2: the video? I I, I saw I saw some stills from it. I don't think it's Air Force, and now we're talking about skin fuselage and. Uh some uh, landing instructions. I don't know what's, <laughs> I, I don't I don't really get it. And I think you can't take something off the internet. I guarantee that this <laughs> is on YouTube somewhere. I would guarantee it I, and if anybody I went, out there. Right, if, send it, send it if to If anybody us. out there finds it, please send it. Tango Alpha Lima at I, 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 I should clarify.
1: It's not that I don't know what that specific organ is or used for, I do have three kids. But I'm fascinated to have an Air Force officer tell me about it. I I need that like I need oxygen. Ashley, do you need the penis video? Well, I'm glad you finished that sentence.
3: Oh, I'm, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm, we're just gonna pass on that one.
3: I'm, I'm trying not to say anything that's going to be misconstrued. <laughs> I'm Ms. not who? trying to get my, my audio cut right. up. Misconstrued. <laughs> Listen, any word I say, you two are just going to go next level. And our listeners are going to be like, I didn't know Sarge was just this, this like pervert over here. I, I w- it is I what would've... it is. But I did watch the video and it did remind me of kindergarten cop. <laughs> And it was hilarious. I was just, I could not stop smiling. Like my somebody thought hurt. this was a
1: good idea. That's yeah. what that's what gets to me. Someone thought it was a good idea.
3: Well, any video that cuts to a 3D rendering of an uncircumcised penis, like, oh boy, I was yeah. like, oh, Air Force. <laughs>
2: yeah oh air force so it's like magic
3: school bus style too i don't know if we if if, for those who did see it like i so fun story here so not (laughs) really to the anatomy but so the magic school bus when i was in the service, one of my additional duties was I had the CDL, so I had to drive the bus, and some of my soldiers used to call me Miss Frizzle. So the fact that, like, seeing some of the comments on here where it was like shot in a magic school bus <laughs> style, like a magical dirt journey of how the penis works from the terrorist to the man deference to the origin of semen. I was like, Oh my god, this oh, the is happening. Sh-
1: the whole story was a gem. Yeah. I, I just I keep going back to Air Force. Why are you doing this to us? <sighs> but our and fire two story is no better mm. because now we're going to a task and purpose article marine corps space marines begin training with the army in colorado springs that's three branches Whoa. that's what i, I but the title. subtitle which is what really grabbed me because we're coming off this air force other thing is the subtitle reads this is how baby space marines are made
2: <laughs> which i think there's a
1: role to be played with Air Force videos in this, but the US Army will be training the first batch of space Marines about nine months after Marine Corps Commandant David Berger ordered the activation of a new Marine Corps forces space command. Select select Marines from the nascent unit will start training at the Army Space and Missile Defense School in Colorado Springs, according to an Army release. Jeff, why is the Army training space Marines? Go.
2: I have zero idea. Uh, it's like this is a three branch operation to train people who I don't know even what they're. Maybe they need all three branches to figure out what they're going to do. Well, I, if,
1: yeah. <laughs> from what I read in the article, it actually has to do more with like satellite communications and stuff, yeah. but I'm still at a loss to explain why the Army is training them. Like that's yeah, why wouldn't a the Air
2: Force? The Air Force should be training them for, for something that. like that. And it's weird that, that that's funny how you made this how space. Marines or baby space Marines are made. And I do would like to point out, I don't know if it was coincidence. The original video is two minutes long about the, about the amount of time it takes to make a space.
3: <laughs> oh, baby. that's all right, folks.
1: It's very unlikely you'll ever hear this episode because it'll never make it. Past our <laughs> advocate, but that's okay. All right, Ashley, what do you got on space Marines being trained by the arm?
3: I think it's hilarious. Like, yeah. I just, Oh, gosh, Space Marines. Oh, man.
1: All right. And we're going to go to our last rapid fire here. And that is no plans for Space Force PT test yet. This is a military.com article. Space Force guardians must wait a little longer for physical training standards unique to their service as it figures out what re- requirements best match its needs. All right. So we've got Air Force power walking. We've got the Army that is now in, what, year three of not being able to figure out what we're going to do for a PT test. And we've decided to take off two years for Corona. So that's going well. And now they're trying to develop a Space Marine Guardian PT test. Anyone have a clue what this is going to be?
2: Well, it's not space. This is not for Space Marines. No,
1: this is the Space Marines. Marines
2: Marines don't care. We're going to do the same one we've always done. Uh, Whether it Breaks people and they all yeah. they all end up service. We don't they don't care. What uh, it's it's amazing to me that there's no plans for it because they're trying to figure out which requirements best match its needs. To me, says they st- still don't really know what they're going to do. Right. Um, I I don't think they're going to be fighting ET, you know, on the for the moon. So I I, I don't know. You just need a basic, to me, you're in the military, it should be kind of simple. You need to be able to have some endurance, have some strength, and, you know, no matter what your job is, you're in the military, and you could be called upon to do things at any time. It should should be.
3: Maybe they can adopt the old Army PT. They can just right. do a run, a sit-up, and uh, push-up.
2: I, I don't
1: know why we make this any more difficult than that has to be. Doesn't Run, okay. push-ups, and sit-ups has worked for many, many, many generations or, of military people. Or, yeah, I, I, I don't like pull-ups. I, I don't like them. I don't like them. Uh, don't like them. Uh, All right, well, let's go to shout-outs, and I'm going to start with mine. It's sort of an update to an article that we had discussed earlier, and my shout-out is to Cameron Kinley, who you probably have never heard of, but he's a former U.S. Naval Academy cornerback. And he had been invited to join the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers for training camp and defense secretary Lloyd Austin has now granted his wish. And he will uh, he said, quote, today, I was informed that the secretary of defense will be allowing me to continue my journey with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and attend training camp at the end of the month. I hope he makes the team and I hope he makes it to the Super Bowl and gets absolutely trounced by the New England Patriots. But best of luck to you, Cameron Kinley. JD, what yeah. do you got for us,
2: real quick? I hope that when he gets there, they do call him the Secretary of Defense. Yeah, it's be, not bad. That be, that'd be an awesome nickname for him. Uh, my oh, shout out. Cool. Thank you. My shout out is going to be to the uh, service people who are going to concurrently serve the United States in the Olympic Games. So hopefully, our editors can put a little music behind this because it is a special name. First Lieutenant Amber English, Women's Skeet. Staff Sergeant Naomi Graham, women's boxing in the 75 kilogram category. Staff Sergeant Nicholas Maurer, the 10 meter air pistol for men and 10 meter air pistol mix team and 50 meter rifle, three positions. Staff Sergeant Sandra Updegraft, 10 meter air pistol women, 10 meter air pistol mix team and 25 meter sport pistol. Staff Sergeant Samantha, Samantha Schultz, modern pentathlon sergeant amro el modern pentathlon sergeant ildar Hafizov. greco-roman wrestling 60 uh, kilogram category is that the category you were in cv uh you know i honestly can't even remember what i wrestled right. in greco-roman at all right so special specialist alejandro sancho Greco Roman wrestling 67 kilogram category. Specialist Bernard Keeter, 3,000 meter steeplechase in the track and field. Sergeant Patrick Sunderman, men's small bore rifle. Specialist Sagan Madalena, women's small rifle. Specialist Allison Weitz, women rif- women's air rifle. Sergeant Philip Jungman or Jungman, men's skeet. First Lieutenant Sam Kendricks, pole vaulting. Sergeant First Class Elizabeth Marks, Paralympic Swimming in 50-meter Freestyle, 50-meter Butterfly, 200-meter Individual Medley, and 100-meter Backstroke. Staff Sergeant John Ross, Paralympic Shooting, 50-meter Rifle. Staff Sergeant Kevin Wynn, Paralympic Shooting, 50-meter Rifle. Staff Sergeant John Stefanowicz, Greco-Roman Wrestling, 87-kilogram category, and Lieutenant Nicole Barnes, 4 170 class sailboat category. I would like to point out that all but all but two of these were Army. Yeah. So there's one Marine, one Coast Guard. No power walking. Uh, Air Force people mm-hmm. made it into the Olympics. No They're guardians.
1: Better, no guardians. They better
2: get or they better get one of these. Get some representation. You can, you can power walk your way to the 100 miles for hope. Yes steal all right so
3: i have something but it's more of a reminder for all of our viewers and our listeners that the national convention the american legion's 102nd national convention will be taking place in phoenix arizona august 27th to september 2nd and please be sure to visit uh www.legion.org backslash convention for all of the details so for all of the things. And, um, you know, cause your podcast host will be there and we're really looking forward to meeting you and hearing some shout outs from your posts, collecting some stories, all of the above, but please, please, please check out the website. Um, you can check out all the information, contest information, distinguished service videos. We are going to have, um, we're going to have a lot of fun stuff and all the different meetings. So come prepared and Uh, Be ready to hang out with us. And we look forward to seeing you in Phoenix, Arizona.
1: Ashley's already (laughs) trying to recruit us to do hot air ballooning and (laughs) ghost, ghost tours, ghost
3: tours. If anyone has any Phoenix recommendations, please send us, you know, send us some mail set, put them in the comments. Tell us, I want, I love the local stuff. So any place I can go and like hole in the wall, get some great food. Like I like spicy food. So anybody's listening, like spicy food, ghost stories, hot air balloons, you know,
2: let me know. You're a married woman. This sounds like your Tinder profile. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. This is my,
3: this is my convention. Who wants to go on an adventure?
2: (laughs) I I just want
1: to know if someone can recommend a good Irish pub. That's all I really need. It's going to be 116 degrees. I'm staying inside. So I'll think of you. Yes. Well, I'll probably get dragged out with you one way or another.
3: I know you will. All I'm right, going to do folks. we some history related.
1: Yeah. Is with, yeah We're not driving to tombstone. It's too far. Get it out of your head. But oh. either way, folks, thank you for joining us. Jeff, Ashley, thank you so much. Everyone else, don't forget to subscribe to the Tango Alpha Lima podcast on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find the podcast. While you're there, don't forget to rate us, preferably five stars, and leave us a review. Send us feedback and love notes at Lima at legion.org. Don't forget to tell Ashley the nice places to visit and tell me the best places to get a stout. Other than that, we're out of here, guys. Thank you. Do your 100 miles of hope.